0: The following is a Klabe's online production.
1: Well, there it is, folks, the new logo or should we say crest for our professional soccer team, the St. Louis City. And who better to talk about not only the logo crest, but all the soccer terms we're going to need to know leading up to 2023 than Sir Soccer himself. He is Bill McDermott. And Bill, first of all, the reason there's a lot of reasons why I want to talk to you, but obviously soccer is one of them. But more importantly, you having an art degra- background, a graphic design company, you know about color schemes and the, the proper colors. Uh-huh. You may even have a, uh, a, a bronze beret somewhere in your, in your closet, probably a smock and one of those cigarette holders that all art guys have. Let's make sure we get this thing right as far as the, the correct color term. And just the the thought process that went through the design.
0: Yeah, Mike, uh, the overall colors uh, came from the city flag. And it's called city red, river blue, energy yellow, and arch steel gray. And as you can see in the overall image, the arch is, of course, a part of it. It's almost a mandatory ingredient when you have a St. Louis professional sports team. Anything from St. Louis. Uh, The colors work well together. The typeface is an old typeface, old established typeface. The word "cities" in your style it jumps out of you from the, the color field. It's going to reverse in white out of a color field, whether it be red or black. So it's going to work well together. The overall shape of the crest is very unique, very streamlined. You seldom see a crest with rounded corners like that. So it works very nicely. And then also the vertical lines behind the overall image of the abstracted arch work well to connote the two rivers that flow through in and around the city of St. Louis, Missouri, and the Mississippi as they link up together. Uh, So overall, with reference to showing the city, uh, the typeface. Oh, by the way, the SC, as we look at this particular piece, the SC not only only stands for Soccer Club, but also stands for Soccer Capital. So it does indeed have a double meaning, Uh, the two lines lining up together, the vertical lines adjacent to the arch are the Missouri and the Mississippi, and again, as I mentioned, the overall shape uh, of the uh, crest is very unique. The very top, very top of the crest itself also more or less simulates the curvature of the arch, so a lot of things in a small package here, all of which line up to say, not just St. Louis City, but I think the city of St. Louis, a job well done, I think.
1: Well, you know, also this is going to be great when you can put this on the on your sport jacket when you go to Norwood Hills and sit around the bar with your crest on your on your sport <laughs> jacket. It would go well with a navy blue blazer, I would think.
0: Positively, and you put that white holding rule around the overall image, Mike, and then it'll really jump off the, fo- you know, the Brioni uh, navy blue. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah you you will be the talk of the town in Norwood after this. I can just see you now strolling in. You know now, does this go with a cigar holder or a cigarette holder, or will you just have a nice little cigar? I may
0: may indeed have that Ray and Spock and a a color palette (laughs) blending some cerulean blue with rhodamine as I pass along the way. That could work nicely as well.
1: I I think you I think you will certainly be the talk of the town. But I I love the way the thought process went into the history Mm -hmm. uh, of of St. Louis and, and it has a great feel for it. And I think if you want to look at something all inclusive, I don't think they could have hit a better or bigger home run or a big goal. Let's just use a a big kick here for for how this thing came up.
0: And a good point, Mike, because that's a very good uh, point that you do indeed bring up about the overall creation, the making, the design of a logo. Uh, You have to borrow from the past somewhat. Also look to the future, obviously, which this piece does. Uh, So it accomplishes both. Uh, but it also talks about just St. Louis City and uh, what it has done and what it's going to continue to do to rejuvenate and re energize uh, downtown West, if you will. Uh, I think we've talked about this before. Uh, it is unprecedented what this team has done with reference to one big, big item. And that is, Mike, uh, in one downtown area, this is nowhere else in the league, in one downtown singular area you have your stadium, your offices, and your training facility located in that same downtown area. Uh, This league began in 1996, and that has not been accomplished anyplace else with any of the other teams.
1: Bill McDermott, Sir Soccer, is our guest. And, Bill, when you talk about being a forerunner to what soccer uh, is going to be in St. Louis, uh, when we think about the history of soccer, and one of the neat things, Soccer Capital, Mm -hmm. This was probably the first and foremost capital Mm -hmm. for soccer, not only on an amateur level, but when you think about soccer on the professional level, going back to the stars. And having the great play here in St. Louis playing at Bush Stadium, the, the history is rich in St. Louis. And, and let's even go further back about the club teams and all the guys who played at St. Louis U and the guys who were part of the, the 48 and, and 52 Olympic teams. Uh, it, it has a lot to do with the city of St. Louis and it's continued to spawn west and certainly go across the river as well. It, that soccer capital, that 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 term means a lot to a lot of people who've watched this thing grow from from back in the '40s and on.
0: I really think it does, Mike. Uh, indeed, it was St. Louis was the first soccer capital of the United States. Uh, where the current soccer capital is, no one's certain. Everybody plays, Mike, but you allude to the, the late 40s and the 50s, the 1950 World Cup team. Everyone is doubtlessly aware of the fact that the part that the St. Louisans played on that team. But let's go back even further, uh, the, the 40s, 30s, and 20s with the Ben Millers, uh, the Skull and Steel Company, Sticks, Bear, and Filler, Zenhofer Furriers, Carenti Cleaners. It just goes on and on and on. And these teams were not only good in the St. Louis area, but they also won national championships and a goodly portion of the time when they were playing those games mike they were playing against pretty much a team of solid international players uh as a matter of fact when i was on the saint louis university team we won the ncaa championship in 1969 played against the university of san francisco uh, and their entire first 11 was made up of international players and they just couldn't conjure up the fact that a they were losing to a group of american players but B, and perhaps more importantly, American players all from the same city. They just couldn't handle it. So St. Louis, as I just mentioned, the first soccer capital of the United States, not currently probably, we don't know where that is. I just mentioned that as well. But the birthplace, the birthplace of the popularity of the sport in our country dates back to 1875, and that's what St. Louis did for this sport in the United States.
1: Interesting that there was not a nickname or mascot associated with this uh, Mm -hmm. today. Uh, Still time for that, obviously Um, you tell me because a lot of people are going to be new to what this professional league is going to mean uh, because we still have to get up to snuff on the proper terms. Uh, We have to get up to snuff on how to cheer and things of that nature. So when do you think we'll have a, 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 mascot? If at all, in a team nickname. I mean, that, that's something that comes down the road.
0: I think so, Mike. Uh, one's not quite sure right now. Right now, you'll probably just be saying the uh, the other teams around the league will probably be saying, "Well, but we'll be playing City uh, mm-hmm. or Portland. We'll be playing the we'll be playing the Timbers, playing Los Angeles, you're playing the Galaxy." So some teams do indeed uh, have nicknames. Uh, the, the league started off with uh, ten teams. And that ranged from, believe it or not, this one, Mike, the Kansas City Whiz, to the Dallas <laughs> Burn, to uh, oh, the Tampa Bay Mutiny, which, by the way, no longer exists. So a lot of teams have gone different ways. As a matter of fact, the San Jose Clash, they started off in 1996. They were in the inaugural game, by the way, against DC United in April of 96. Uh, But they went back to their old NASL name, the San Jose Earthquakes, because so many people in that community grew up with the sport of soccer in San Jose with the name Earthquake. So consequently, the clash became the Earthquake. So it it varies far and wide, uh, but this team is going to begin. It was going to begin in 2022, but now 2023 because of the pandemic going on. Which uh, Carolyn Kendall Betts and Jim Cavanaugh have said, well, that gives us even more time to get this 100% accurate and right. And as Don Garber said, the commissioner of the league, when he suggested that you wait a year, you have to have the proper time for a proper launch date. And this, again, where it's going to be downtown, like downtown West, it's going to totally re-energize and be a focal point for downtown St. Louis.
1: One of the neat things in this era of virtual presentations, uh, I thought today was as, as cool or as, as up to date state of the art as we've seen in St. Louis when it comes to a virtual event, uh, the press conference, Dan McLaughlin, who did a terrific job, as he always does. And I always wonder where we would be without a, a broadcasting face. For this event, you and Dan McLaughlin have just been outstanding in your leadership and just your recognition. People know who you guys are. What was it like for you to have that beautiful likeness of yourself <laughs> in the first <laughs> row of the virtual press conference today with so many interesting people there were also in there? But here's Bill McDermott and his lovable mug right there in the first row.
0: And that mic is an old, uh, I emphasize old, that's an old, uh, someone said to me, well, it sh- Just like you are right now. Oh, okay. That's an old ABC ESPN publicity photo from when I do not remember. If you look at the mic flag, it was the old MLS logo, uh, but they were very nice, MLS for the Lou group, uh, uh, to put me in the front row. Next to Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal, may I uh, remind you, I first saw him play uh, at Chaminade on a McBride – throwback night and what that means Mike is that every year once a year uh, Chaminade honors the McBride alumni they let us come out to the school some in walkers uh, far, yes, precisely uh, <laughs> some to watch the game some to just gather with their friends but we get a chance to watch a Chaminade team dressed in McBride uniforms we see in the old McBride song and that's when I first saw Bradley Beal and then Mr. Tatum similar years and thinking, Oh, wow. It's a little different than basketball. We played at 1909 North Kings highway and McBride's gym.
1: Hey, well, Bill, you know what? It it was fun. I I was excited for today. I know a lot of other St. Louisans were especially during this time of COVID where we've had to make some alterations Mm -hmm. in our lives and how we follow sports. But I thought this was a great shot in the arm today for St. Louis certainly soccer fans and future soccer fans who are going to get on board with this. I can't wait to see the sales, the merchandise sales for the St. Louis city, uh, St. Louis city, uh, soccer team. And again, to watch you walk into Norwood Hills into the men's bar, <laughs> logo and your sport jacket on and maybe an ascot i'm sure you'll be able to find a matching ascot that'll go along with it i'll
0: have the uh i'll have the ascot that cary grant wore in uh, it takes a thief when he was courting grace kelly
1: one of my favorites of all time between that and maybe we can see you in something uh similar in north by northwest as well two of the all-time great cary grant flicks positive cool cat
0: positivity you know what uh, mike one of the things that uh It's going to really grace our city when the stadium's finally finished, is the fact that not just the MLS team will be playing there, but now you have a legitimate venue, a definite bona fide venue, where you can possibly host CONCACAF World Cup qualifying games. Now, consequently, now you're not just on a local or national level. You get to be on an international level when teams are vying for the World Cup and trying to get into the World Cup, and you're hosting one of the games in your city. The city will be electrified when you see that. uh, You emphasized just a moment ago, Mike, about the gear, the souvenirs. Uh, The crowd will tend to be young, and this venue is going to rock. You said a moment ago we're going to have to learn how to cheer. It won't take long. It won't take long. The, The venue itself will be well below street level. Consequently, all the noise, all the sound will stay within. And, again, I emphasize that downtown area, with everything being in one central location is absolutely unprecedented and real key to the future success of this team.
1: Sir Soccer, Bill McDermott, we thank you, sir, for shedding some light on a great day in St. Louis. There it is, folks. St. Louis City SC is the the name of the team. There is your logo, and I'm sure it'll be selling like hotcakes to find things associated with this. And what a better way to kick it off than to have Sir Soccer as part of what we do here at ClavesOnline.com. Sir Soccer, thank you so much for your time today, and I'm um, looking forward to watching this thing continue to grow and seeing your smiling mug in front of it, as well as seeing your logo uh, on everything you have in your home, uh, including your grandkids, I'm sure. So we'll we'll keep an eye out for that as well. We thank your wife for getting us set up today.
0: Yeah, thank you, Mike. Thank you very much. It's fun being with you, and as always, I'll see you. Uh, oh either at an event or probably at Norwood.
1: Either one works for me. He's Sir soccer, Bill McDermott. I'm Mike Claiborne. We thank everybody for watching today on clavesonline.com. From early mornings to late nights, behind the scenes and on the front lines, your neighbors are busy creating a better tomorrow. And we're accelerating progress. From upgrading natural gas mains in Quincy to expanding substation capacity in Mount Vernon, reliable power communities can depend on. Ameren, Illinois. Energy at work. Jimmy, what are you doing? Hey, Danny, I'm celebrating. Baseball's back and mortgage rates are in the twos. That
0: means you have to go to Ryan Kelly,